So what we're going to be doing right now is open up to page three. Oops. Open up to page three. Jack, you have your booklet? No, I thought that was just the book. Uh, no, 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 that's every, everything is in this, everything is booklets. Now, what we're, what we're seeing, especially even learning the Gemaras and the Mishnahs that we're learning, is that this whole Indian of Shmiya, of refining the, tu- the, art, the, the fine-tuning that we're doing towards preparation for the new year, is fine-tuning our sensitivity to hearing. Now, we spoke about this yesterday a little bit. The whole Indian Lishmoa Kol Shofar is to see how well we are with our hearing. For some reason, this seems to be the way we usher in the new year. What we began seeing today in the Gemara is all these different instances of also being sensitive to hearing, being sensitive to the way certain voices come out, whether you're in a bore, whether you're in uh, by the Sfata bore, whether you're in caves, whether you're in outhouses, uh, whatever it is. But what we're going to be seeing through the, I guess, the more uh, 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 pnimius parts, the, 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 the nister parts, the, the, this, the Soda Sator that we're going to be learning is really attuning to the same Indian of fine-tuning our hearing. And what we began with yesterday, on page 1 and 2, the piece from Rav Kook, from Oros Satora, discussed, remember, I just want to recap very quickly, the three she'ifos, the three aspirations. Does anyone remember it without looking at inside what yes, the three clarity, aspirations clarity were? Behirut HaSechel, very right. good. And the next one? Beautiful, Behirut Yashrut HaLev. Yeah, same thing, Ari. Sheifat Tarat Absolutely. These three things that Rabbi Rav Kook explains on Elul, the excitement is towards what? Is aspirations towards what? That this year, Sheifat Behirut HaSechem. The words are so beautiful. Sheifat Behirut HaSechem. Getting my mind clear. Getting clarity in my mind. Getting Yashrut in my heart. Uh, we were describing that yesterday. We gave a lot of different instances for what it means to have a straight heart as opposed to what like Rabbi Nachman speaks about akmimut alev, crookedness of the heart. And which thus leads to sheifat taharat achayim, that literally my life is just a pure life. And usually we look at those kind of aspirations and be like, ah, that's just for tzaddikim, that's for tzaddikim, you know? If I told you guys a few years ago, you're going to choose every morning to spend four hours in a base medrash, ah, that's just for tzaddikim, that's just for tzaddikim. And we don't, okay, we're not tzaddikim, we're, we're holy idlach that are trying very hard, but we see with aspirations to become more sensitive, this is how life starts to form, before you even know it, before you realize it. This might be as hard for us as, as it is for tzaddik to spend the entire day in the show. Absolutely. You know, so, it is for tzaddikim. It's not hard for them to stay in No, I mean, this is for tzaddikim what we're doing. Correct. Meaning, meaning, uh, goals that were yes, goals that were setting. We're, we're, we're like to be with what we're learning right now. Saying we're like, we're working hard. We're working hard. We're working. We're working hard. Beautiful. It's going to be a big year, right? Yeah. It's got to be a big it's year. Be. So we're, it's you know, there's it's a. All, it's all a bust. Let's fill our year with working hard, like Tadika. That's, That's it. To me. Look, uh, yeah, there's a saying that says kolat chalot kashot. All beginnings are hard. Huh? The tune they taught us in Nopan. Really? Yeah, it's fine. Oh, yeah? Forget it. Yeah, the, the thing is, it's not true, though. It's not a true statement. Right. Because... Middles and ends. Kola, kola, well, I was going to say something else. It's in kola atchalot kashot im en hachana. All, it's true. All beginnings are very hard if there's no prep. But if there's a prep for the beginning... And the prep is hard. The, 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 the prep yeah. might be hard, which is okay. That's elul. 
but it hopefully makes the transition into Rosh Hashanah smoother. Thank you for doing the prep. We're all doing the prep. Thank, you. Thank you for ah. doing the prep. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for showing up. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, the beginning is Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, we have a beginning. Hashem decided on the, the new year. It's not us. There's a concept called Rosh Hashanah. That's the beginning of the year. The prep is during Chodesh Elul. What we're doing right now. Of course, the prep is, the prep is part of the beginning. Of course, but we're preparing. If this was the beginning, we would stay. We would come here Rosh Chodesh. This is where we begin. We begin with we the preparation. Begin. <laughs> it's where we begin preparing for Hashem's beginning. How's that? <laughs> it's irrelevant, by the way. All this stuff is irrelevant. It doesn't, doesn't even matter. You want to say something, Kenny? No. You're okay. Okay, we're very good. Now, that was Rav Kuk yesterday. The tzaddik, just saying his name during the month of Elul keeps on giving me excitement, saying Rav Kuk's name. What we're going to be learning today is from Rav Yaakov Moshe Charlap. This is page three, the Mei Marom. It's a Sefer Mei Marom. One of his books, it's about, I think it's nine or ten volumes of his writings, and Ori Viishi. I, I'll show you the actual Sefer maybe tomorrow, the next day, is one of his, it's a whole book about Elul Roshani Yom Kippur. Unbelievable. Mei Marom means uh, like water. elevated waters, you know. Mei Marom, beautiful. Well, Marom is a place also. No, that's Meiron. Marom. Mei Marom. Rav Yaakov Moshe Charlap is from, just to give you a timeline, 1882 till when he dies, he was born in 1882. And he passes away in 1951. So if he passes away in 1951... He was 69. And how, how many years uh, after Rav Cook? Did he remember? 35, you said, right? 30, 30, He's Nifter, 1935. It's 16 years. Yeah, it's 16 years after Rav Cook dies, Rav Yaakov Moshe Chalap dies. Rav Yaakov Moshe Chalap, I would say with him, and let's see if you guys remember a little bit, who is another top, top Talmud of Rav Cook that we refer to? The Nazir of David Akoin, very good, who was the father of Rav Shar Yeshuv Akoin, the chief rabbi of Haifa, who passed away <laughs> last year or two years ago, quite, quite, quite recently. But the Rav Nazir and Rav Yaakov Moshe Charlap are two of Rav Cook's top, top students. They're the ones that really, I wouldn't say they, they're the ones that got it. I'm sure many got it, but these, these giants were from another world. Rav Charlap's Torahs are are absolutely beautiful. They're very, uh, they're very uh, innovative. They're, it has its own time to it. It's not just like hearing Rav Cook. It's its own taste as well. He comes to meet Rav Cook a few days after Rav Cook moves to Eretz Yisrael. And, 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 uh, he goes to remember Rav Cook is first in Yaffa. Only later does he come to Yerushalayim. Where did Rav Cook move from? From in uh, in Lithuania. No, in Lithuania. Yeah. yeah. And then um, he he learned in, in he learned in Volozhin. He was by the Netziv. And then he comes to Eretz Yisrael. And uh, in, I, I believe it was 1908. He first goes to Yafo. And then he comes to Yerushalayim a little later on. But Rav Harlap goes to Yafo, meets Rav Kook a few days after Rav Kook comes to Eretz Yisrael. And he's already like, this is it. Like, you know, like when you find your tzaddik and you know this is it? Did you guys ever have that? No. Well, you had the Rebbe. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, but it wasn't a. It wasn't love at first sight. Oh, time. it wasn't love at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But there was love. <laughs> but there was oh, yeah. love. But it wasn't, a, it wasn't at first sight. Okay. So what we're going to be doing now, it's a short piece, is a tiny piece from Rav Yaakov Moshe Cherlap that kind of is, connects to what we began talking about, Elo, Elo Aspirations. Okay, now the Hebrew, 
like a lot of Rav Cook and his students, a little bit tricky at times, but Laat Laat and Ari, even if you're thinking about Ralph Sampson, stop me and, and, you know what I mean? Even if your mind goes to the Twin Towers. No, I don't have that problem with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever it is. Samson. <laughs> he's, from, he's from Houston. He's from Houston. Ralph Sampson's from Houston? Yes, Ralph Sampson? Ralph Sampson's from... Ralph Sampson, Ralph Sampson, Ralph Hirsch? I don't know what I have no idea who you guys are talking about. It's the it's a it's a basketball player from the eighties, I think. Oh, oh, Ralph Sampson. He's a center. Yeah, he's a center. Is he also from Houston? Oh, yeah, Ralph Sampson here, like from Oklahoma. Here, we should all say that. No, no, no. I know Hakeem from Houston. They were the twin towers. No, Ralph Sampson and Hakeem and Elijah were twin towers. Just say prayers for Houston. This should be, you know what, honestly, with all the joking aside, there's a lot of pain right now in the world, in Texas specifically, Houston, where Ari's from, this should be for Yeshua, for them, everyone should be safe and taken care of, your family specifically, your uncle was helicopter lifted. Helicopter lifted off his roof. Wow. My cousin's canoes are rescuing them. Wow, really? And this is like, in like hillbilly, like, you know, it's like big, huge homes, and the synagogue is totally underwater. Why? Are you serious? What is the synagogue the is underwater in Houston? Yeah, I don't know why, but there was a where in Houston? Houston, Wait, Houston, uh, Houston is a pretty big place. I saw it too. It rises. I saw that. I saw that. Where is this show? The water is now up on the high ground. It's above what? It's on the high ground. Meaning, all from the my my parents' community is now totally underwater. Biblical so that I've survived many floods there in Houston. Was that Maryland? And a flood is a flood. Was that Maryland? Yeah, Maryland uh, yeah. is part of it, yeah. Okay, th- okay, this should be, Mama, sending right now the Koch HaTorah is greater than anything in the world. It should be a Yeshua for all of them. Amen. Amen. That's, that's not low ground. It's, it's not, you know, up, you know, toward, uh, yeah. but it's not, it's not, uh, okay, it's not let's go, coast. page, Jack, look inside, page three, right, right in front of you. The second paragraph, okay? okay. After this whole thing, it's, it's a whole ma'amar describing basically how chavala would be if someone lost out on Elul. Elul is such an opportunity. Like we said on Shabbos, Elul is considered in Hasidic thought an ir miklat. What's an ir miklat? Who, who ran to an ir miklat? Whoever was up to no good, whether, you know, and, and didn't know what to do, but all of us on a certain level need a city of refuge that we need to run to, take shelter there, figure life out again, and hopefully, you know, we don't hope that Chasashon the Kohen Gadol dies, but like, which would free the people from Amir Miklat, but what we hope is that somehow through our work in the, in the city of refuge, we can re- uh, what, what do you say? Re- rehabilitate. Mamish, we can rehabilitate. And what a chavala would be if we didn't make use of, of the opportunity to rejuvenate ourselves and to do what we could do during the month of Elul. And thus, when we do that, then it makes the hatchala of the new year smoother, much smoother. So we were, we've been discussing what we're going to be learning in the Mishnahs and the Gemaras and the Rambams and the Shulchanaras is we're learning how to make sure that the mitzvah of Shofar is something we show up mamish prepared for, this, this Yantav. Because that's the mitzvah of the day. And now we're talking more about Avodah Sanefesh, spiritually speaking, what we need to work on in order to show up again and another aspiration. The second word, Hit Amtsut Meruba Nidreshet Bechodesh Elul. A great deal of hit amtsut, which means effort. 
Ma'amatz, very yeah. good. A lot extra effort, like, like, like we are doing right now. These are not the normal amount of hours we sit and learn every day. Let's just be, no, I'm with you. This is, this is really tzaddik work, okay? Hit'amtsut meruba, an extra amount of effort, nidreshet v'chodesh elul, is demanded in the month of Elul. For what reason? Look at these words. Lehachzir, I'm underlining while we're speaking. Lehachzir et hahitchashvut beyikrat malchuto itbarach shemon. To restore to us the hitchashvut. Does anyone know what that word means? Giving importance to introspection. Atalo bi. What do you? What does that mean when you tell someone atalo mitchashev bi? You don't consider me. You don't value me. You don't value me. He's saying here, the effort we're doing in Chodesh Elul, it's not just to become better people. That you're supposed to be doing every single day of the year. Tshuva is for every day of the year. The tshuva of the month of Elul is to restore, to, to, to have a concept of what the value is of Yikrat Malchuto Yidbarach Shmo, the preciousness of the kingdom of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the world. Here I want to jump to the Bnei Sacha for a second. My favorite gematria that the Bnei Sacha says throughout the whole year is the gematria that he uses for the word Elul. What's the gematria of Elul? 67. 67, the Bnei Sacha says, is also the gematria for the word Bina. Bina. So I was always thinking about that. Wow, what's so, what's so deep about me? Obviously, you guys know what I think about that word, Bina, but... Uh, what does it mean to you? It doesn't, <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't have that special meaning for everyone. Right, but if we're like, we're obviously becoming Shtika Lubavitch is here, learning Shari Chedamun every morning. We, have, we know we have Chochma, Bina, and Dat. Chochma is usually just the initial spark of, I have, to, I have to do things, it makes sense to me that if I sin, I got to do good. Bina is the deeper, is like what drives me, what, what brings me to a place that I can allow myself to sin. The tshuva of all year long, of, of every single day of my life, is i got to become a better person. But the tshuva of Bina is, I don't just have to become a better person. What happened to my senses? The more refined I am, the more I know how to value what's precious in the world, what's precious about life. And like we said this morning, hopefully without the, use, the usage of going to funerals in order to wake up. But like just lemaisen, just getting in tune again with what's valuable in life without being shaken by life, which is, it's a great gift if someone can do that. Look, let's face it, usually death is what shakes us, right? That, that's usually what it is. You go to a funeral, you walk home, and then, and then, and then you get a little bit stirred up. He's saying the month of Chodesh Elul, lehachzir et ahitchashvut beikrat malchutoid barach shmo, to restore the, the, the learning how to value the preciousness of being under God's kingdom, God's reigning. Remember, the whole Indian of Rosh Hashanah is we have to hear shofar, but it's crowning Hashem as king. Hachtara, the coronation, like Lubavitch refers to Rosh Hashanah. Yom HaKoronatsiya, the day of of crowning the king. Well, if I don't know if what's, what's so valuable about that, then why? Then, then I go to shul and I go through the motions. I went to Uman, so I know you clap when the chazan says hamelech, right? Or something like that. Like, but what does it really mean? What does it really do to me, the fact that I crown a v'yitnu lecha keter melucha? What shir was it when we said, oh no, it was last year with the, last year with the Israeli chavra. We did it in a very special shir on the Indian of crowning Hashem. 
ללמד לעצמו להתפעל ליבו, to teach himself, this is very important, to teach himself להתפעל ליבו, does anyone know what that means? להתפעל? To activate his heart. To be amazed. It's, uh, yeah. To be activated. I teach myself. We always think that emotions are, if it comes to me, if I feel it, then that must mean it's good. But that's mamish not a Jewish, that's not a Jewish concept. <laughs> Certainly not a Chabad concept. The, the, at all. At all. Lubavitch, I think all. this is why I really connect to that. I see the Alter Rebbe in these words, yeah. is that we work on ourselves so that we teach ourselves how to activate our soul to be sensitive to Kedusha. From the exaltedness of the glory of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, that it actually does something to me in my life. It, it, it moves me. When I'm in tune with it, when I'm in touch with, with being, you know, with Kedusha, it actually does something to me. I actually get amazed from it. Literally. Like if we stopped right now and we thought about, remember how it felt when our, when our first child was born? You should be zeichet to feel this area as well. Remember that. Remember that first moment. So, what did you, what did you think about God at that first moment? Oh, at that moment, God became so big. But that was you being exposed to something. God was always big. Hashem is always always big. Hashem is always huge. It was you that something activated you. Hashem never changes. It's us that changes. The, the job that the Meimaram, that the, 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 the Rechalap is saying during the month of Elul is to become sensitive to life itself. Not just moments in life, but the fact that we're alive, which is, Amish, he got that from, from, from his Rebbe. That's Rav Cook's whole, whole inyan, to be moved by life itself, by the beauty of life itself. Uleharbot, third line, Uleharbot hagaguim and to make gaguim longing, v'shashuim, and the pleasure of being close to Hashem Barach. Meaning that this is something that we do. It's not something we wait to feel. It's something that we activate. And I find a world of a difference between the two. You guys hear that? World of a difference. I can wait, and sometimes it happens, and sometimes it doesn't. But we have this feeling, we have this, this sense of uh, if, if I'm pushing something to make myself feel something, then it's not that genuine. And that uh, ties in with uh, the Ava that we were talking about this morning. Yeah. It's the same kind of idea. You know, is it something that just comes to you and just overwhelms you, or do you have to actually work for it? Very good. Or how Very often good. do we say, I'm not there because I'm not in Shul Friday night, or, uh, you know... Whatever the limit yeah. I need that, 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 I, that I use to activate it. Right. Right. Well, Karlapa seems the same as, no, you can get, and we learned that with uh, the Hilga Ish Kodesh also about having the tools to be able to do that. To develop the visualizations. Yeah, right. And not wait for it to happen to you. Oh, yeah. Very good. Nachon Melund. Ve'az, fourth line, ha-hamtza'a, finding yourself, ve'hakorva, that's another word of saying, and the closeness that you created with activating, you the bracha will be a bracha for you in your life. This brings upon a person Now, why would you think, when I was reading this, I was wondering, why would you think that this level of awareness wouldn't be a bracha? 
describe to me a scenario that this level of awareness of how amazing it is to be under God's domain isn't a bracha. It's actually very easy. It makes it tougher to sin. Yeah, it makes it makes like not being gavalt really painful. Right. Not just that, it makes doing lowly regular things harder. Exactly, not just averas. That's the point. All year long, it's about not doing averas. In El, the truth is almost like I can't even just. I don't know. What? Let's just call it what it's at. Like, perfect, huh? No, no, no. I mean, like, like, I can't eat, like, even watching my normal TV shows, like, am I doing an Avera? Let's say it's clean. Am I doing an Avera necessarily? I'm not doing an Avera. I don't think so. But because I'm not doing a mitzvah, I feel that. So that hurts. I don't want that. I want to be okay with, with just not doing Averas, right? That'd We've spoken about that, right? We've spoken about that many times. Like, I, I, I want to just be okay not sinning. That's good for the rest of the year. But you want to feel the crowning of the king, it's going to take much more than that. I'm not sure I follow the idea of why wouldn't it be Lebracha? No, I'm, I'm just bringing that out on my own. No, but here he's saying, it, would, it will be for a, yeah, it'll be for a bracha, meaning when you activate it, when it's your avoda, and you're working on opening these places within you that you didn't know how to exist, you are drawing the or into your life, it'll be a bracha for you. But when it's not like that, when you're just making sure you don't sin, then that feeling of, oh, I, do I really want to be? Do I really want to be like so from? Then it like or when you're when really you're bothers active, you when it's hap, when it's a more passive Correct. action. Correct. It's it's something, but it's not it's not the, the same level. Nachon. Nachon. When, when we get into it, hopefully it'll feel like it'll all feel like a bracha because we'll be in that place. But until yeah. we're in that place. Not having certain things scares us, or, or like losing a certain right. part of our identity, even if it's not our the best part. Right. I mean, right. Yeah. But I was thinking about Ari right now during like 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 learning the Gemara. Like, if I'm if I'm not going to activate it, right? I'm not going to ask the questions, this and that. Then sitting in a shear might feel like Gehenna. Right. Well, not the Well, not Gehenna, but it might no. But I was, why? I'd still opt for sitting in a shear that I don't understand to watching YouTube. Not after, not after two day, two or three days. Depends what you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> 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 right. Anywho, the Now he says, so what kind of a, what kind of a ma'amatz are we talking about? What kind of an extra effort are we speaking about? Dafka in the month of Elul, ha'im tamtzut, ha'itam amtzut b'tfila in davening, u'b'shvichas anefesh lifnei Hashem isbarach. And pouring out your heart before Hashem is Barach. So during the year, what am I okay with? Making sure that at least I, let's say, put on tefillin. Check. Check. Now let's go even higher during the year. Not just putting on tefillin. I'm okay, I'm, I'm okay with the fact that I what? Show up to... No, before no, that. That I dive in. Right, that's already very good. Like. Hold on. The first thing is, <laughs> I put on tefillin in the morning. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the first thing is, no, you're right. first thing is, I put on tefillin. Check. I feel shema. good. Then I, the fact that I say shema with my tefillin on. Check. The next level might be? Shema bizman. Wow, you're really wow. not already <laughs> 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 Wait a minute. Just saying, I, right. I'm talking about getting to the next level. Right. So let's right. <laughs> You don't have to be so far from. <laughs> right, okay. Let's say before Shema Bazman, that I'm davening. It could be 11.30. Yeah. Then let's go with Zman. 
Then let's go to Minyan. Okay, let's say number five is ready. Then I'm going, then I'm at Minyan. Okay. What's the ma'amats of Chodesh Elul? That these things don't suffice, they, they do not sustain me anymore. What's the next thing? I actually have to pour out my heart before. Now, when I do all these things, I put on tefillin, I'm saying it basman, I'm davening, and I'm doing it in a minion like I'm supposed to. That's all great. Shekayach, you'll, you'll get the reward in Allah Abba. For the soul that wants to feel like they're, they're under Hashem's malchus, that's not enough. What's the next thing? Shvichas alev. I must do an extra effort to pour out my heart before HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's so hard. That's so hard. But worthwhile. No, that's <laughs> so hard. I can't, I can't do it. I can't. Oh, Toby didn't tell you. To be part of this group, we have to change certain words. There's a lingo. There's certain words we, we exchange. You can't say, I can't do it. No, no, you can't. You could say hard. It just won't get you anywhere. Hard me equals worthwhile. Man, it's so worthwhile. Tried to do this to me too. <laughs> 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 they so they tried to do this. And you're back. It's so it's you know, so worthwhile. I actually thought that that's what nine fifteen to nine thirty was going to be. That quieting the chatterbox. We'll get there. Oh, we will. Yeah, yeah. With yeah, your yeah, breakfast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get the there. Well, we're we're building it up. We're, we're slowly, slowly. Because I think part of my, my challenge in focusing in Gemara is about my inability to stop right. those voices yeah. in my head uh, from over-identifying with them, getting them under control, putting them to the side. So we started, so Baruch Hashem, I feel, I don't know how about you, what you guys are feeling, but the learning we're doing now before davening mm-hmm. is a complete, oh. it changes chakras. Life-changing. Huge. Different ball game. So we're getting there with davening, we're going to do it with learning too, we're going to build it up. Bezrat Hashem. I feel like so much about like how my father passed away and when he passed away, so considerate, like everything, you know, bringing the whole family here to yeah, bury him, doing it before Elul, getting me to Minyan a month before Elul, <laughs> like three Minyan a day on time, unheard of, <laughs> unheard of. So he already like got me past the first five steps wow. and set me up for number six. Wow. wow. Amazing. Otherwise, forget about it. Your, your father's name was Zelig ben, Zelig ben Zev. Zelig ben Wolf. Zelig, Zelig ben okay. Wolf, yeah. He called himself Zelig ben Zev, but it was actually Zelig ben Wolf. Wolf is Zev. Yeah. Okay. He tamtsut bitfilah. So this is, this is the extra ma'amat. This is Elul. It's that, it's that next thing. I got through the five steps, but now that I, I know that I need more in order to live a life where I'm sensitive to Hashem's kingdom. What's another? Ma'amats during the month of Elul. The carefulness regarding the averas you can do with your mouth. Okay, let's discuss this a little bit. What are the averas that you could do with your mouth? Besides the, what's the obvious? Eating and Lashon Hara. What else can you do with your mouth? Not even Lashon Hara. It's again the same thing before. Just talking shtuya, meaning... You're not saying Lashon Hara, you're not eating bad things, but... Dibur Lashav. Dibur Lashav, yeah. Like, now all year long, it's not something I'm working on. I don't care. I'd rather, again, I just hope I don't talk Lashon Hara, and I hope I don't eat either treif or unhealthy. That's the tshuva of all year long. Things you don't say. Or things you don't say, the chataim of your peh. 
in in the month in the month of Elul, it's much more than just like I hope I don't use this for th- for things that are wrong. Because that's the we're talking about the palace of the king now. We're not just talking about the garden. We're talking about the palace of the king. So it's much more than just not doing averas. It's also like. You know, I, there, there are certain people you see, like, they, they don't talk that much. And it's not because they're shy people. Why don't they talk so much? Because they, 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 they understand, you know, this is what divides us from an animal, the, the koach adibur. But when you abuse this koach adibur, you become even lower than an animal. Because you're just wasting away, wasting words away. That's the next one. Hazirat bishmirut and now he gets the one that we're really trying to work hard on. Hashkida b'Torah b'Shaot retzufot b'li hefsek sicha b'Tela. Longing, hard, working on ourselves. Wow, by learning Torah for consecutive hours without stopping for sicha b'Tela, without stopping to hear about, uh, uh, without stopping to talk about sports. Meaning, not like we joke, but I'm talking about like. What happened in the? I mean, Not honestly, Nasicha I'll tell you the truth. It's Chodesh Elul. There was this fight that was in America on Motzei Shabbos, which was nothingness. What fight on Motzei Shabbos? There was a, a, a boxing match. A, it was a boxing, oh, boxing match, match that took up so much nothing. Huh. <laughs> it took out. It took out so much nothingness in the world, right? Yeah. So much was spoken about it. Yeah. So many Jews rushed their, you know, rushed through their malavamalkas <clears throat> to get there, to make sure they could watch it. Each person had to pay a hundred dollars in order to watch. I think a hundred dollars, much because to watch it on pay per view, you, you, I mean, you probably know exactly what was going on over there with your, your business. What was so special about this boxing match? Just again, it's you see, even us talking about this is irrelevant. Yeah. It's just the fact that there was so much spoken about nothingness. And it's not that. It would be something else. It would be something it's else. It's, it's nothingness. It's like the, uh, the guy in the shook, right? With the thing in his hand. Right? And everyone's running after what's the thing in his hand. is like... Nothing. Yeah. Rabbi Nachman says that's like... The Yitzhahara is that hand that when you eventually open it up and there's nothing inside it. Nothingness. There's nothing there. Ah, but it's okay. It's not harmful. It's just entertainment. If you're using your emotions to be that excited over something that's absolutely meaningless in the month of Elul, it's like you're sinning. During the year, it's not like you're sinning. It's just like, maybe not the best for you, but I wouldn't call it a sin. Right? But in Elul, because the sensitivity level is so high, the king's in the field and, he, and, and you're getting excited over an Irishman that you don't even understand his, his English. You don't even understand what he's saying. You don't understand why, like Jack is saying, what's so big about this? You don't even understand how something that's so nothing became such a something. It's, it's an unbelievable thing. It's, it's really an amazing it's a wondrous thing. Go through whether it's the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl halftime show, the Super Bowl commercials. It's, it's always going to be something. Yeah, but Hashem Ad-Rahman is that Super Bowl is always in Shabbat and not in Elul. Can you imagine it's rules in Elul too? No, I'm saying Dafka Elul. I'm just thinking about the time right now that it's, it's true. There'll right. always be something. But is, it a, is it a mamish achet or is it just... Squandering a tremendous opportunity. It seems like it is a chet. It seems like it is a chet. Hold on. The chet is missing. But it isn't squandering a tremendous opportunity. On that level, yeah. On a checklist, no. Yes. The chaval is the actual chet, maybe not, but it's the chaval. Exactly. And the
But what you're saying essentially is that any time that we're not here and we have a minute or two, we should use it for something productive. And in this context, productive would be learning or talking Torah or something, right? It doesn't seem like Elul is a miklat. Because for me, it's like there seems so much pressure not to squander anything because of this wonderful opportunity that it ceases to be a wonderful opportunity and right. it becomes a source of. But why, why are we pressure? going there? Why, why not look at the fact that, wait a second. Look at all the hours we are here. No, no, no. Well, yeah, that's so, right. So, so, I don't want to go there. I'm just saying, like... When you're that... The, the more sensitive that you become 100%. to Kedusha, then the more that... It's, I don't have to tell you you should feel like this. It's something that's going to, you know, naturally grow that's from it. within. All yeah. I'm saying is, watching the Yankees is not squandering. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> if I was watching the Mets, I'd completely agree with you. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's all good. It's the Mets. It's that's not, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what he, he spoke about more Sicha Betela, then discussing it and going to the Rashi and telling right. us something. Getting, getting excited. That's the problem. That's the, the real problem. The, the, the place that it catches in your life and how much meaning it actually has in your life, that's the, that's the chaval. It's right. not, yeah, Ari, it's right. not a chait on the level of averas, but it's definitely a chait on the level of chait meaning atamachti etamatara, like, like the Baal Shem Tov translated the meaning of chait. Then, then you def, you're definitely missing. You're definitely missing. On that level, yeah, very good what you just said. It's very good. Um, next, Hakviut Limudim Besifri Kodesh during the month of Elul. Look at look go go home. Look at the svarim on your shelves. Stop feeling guilty about how that's much you don't. Than, that's different than the one before. That. This is different. This is different. Look at the svarim on your shelf. Stop walking past it like you do all year long and feel guilty. I should be learning this, but I don't. Take, Why take, is it different than the line before? Hashkida betorah b'shaot or tzavot bli etzik tzicha betela. I know, but that's what, what we're defining as this. But how in, in this in this piece is it different? He's saying learning Torah for consecutive hours and, and spending time with holy books. And this is like fifteen it seems minutes like he's of saying extra the same time. Thing. You grab, grab a safer. Grab a safer. Twenty minutes. No, 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 no. One is four hours of sitting. In the is that what he's saying, or is that just how we're? It's what, the way we're, the way we're understanding it. Okay. What is the word shkida? The shkod means to yearn to. Uh, mm-hmm. No, Yaniv, how would you say shkida better? Vishkod mm. is to like amelus. It's yeah. it's yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. toiling. Toiling, yeah, very good. Hen <laughs> All these things he just said right now, these aid a person that desires to come to Hashem, close to Hashem. Now look at these four lines. Are the four lines of this mimer? Sheyuchzerulo rikshei hakodesh. What does he get back? Being sensitive to, to, to kedusha. These inyanim restore to a person the ability to be sensible again to concepts of Kedusha. Again, maybe the first time since the womb. Um, since last Elul. Or last Elul, or whenever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No time. I'm it, just saying, if you're someone who really never had that could sensitivity, be. then maybe could be. it's the womb. But I think, I think Baruch Hashem, we, we, we've had sen- we have had moments of them. Um... <clears throat> To us, Baal Chuvas in the room, FFBs. I think, I think none of us are coming out of the... Is he talking about know. moments or is he talking about... No, he's talking about a, way, about a derif of life. Like, yeah. It's about my life. Getting it's not to a level anymore. where you're sensitive to these things. He's not talking but this about... This is the way I live my life. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's a derif time. So he's saying getting back to the point where you lived your life that way. Sheyuchzeru lo rikshei haregesh v'yashuv el Hashem v'rachamayim. And now he continues here and he says, Vehu Mashomer, this is what it means. Veadata Hayom Vahashevota Elvavecha 
Ki Hashem Hu Elokim. It's so beautiful. We know this pasuk so well. We say it three times a day. That today you know what? What do you know? You know what it means to, to the value of being in the Hashem's kingdom. And what goes back to your heart? The concept Ki Hashem Hu Elokim. It's amazing. We say. When do we say this? Yeah. Three times a day. To tell you a story. Have any of you ever heard of Zalman Shachter? So Zalman, I don't know if he told me this or I read it somewhere, but when he came here 20 summers ago, it was his daughter's wedding. And uh, I saw him then. I, I, I met him. No, I, I met him before. Yeah, I saw him here then. He was in Yerushalayim. And um, he met, he really wanted to meet very badly with the Slonim Rebbe, with the Nativo Chalub. <clears throat> he was still alive. It's like, maybe it's even more than 20, 21 years ago. And um, when he got up to say Shalom Aleichem to the Slonim Rebbe, he said, I, I, All my life I've been waiting to hold hands with someone who really understands the Kavanah of the Pasuk. Someone that knows that. And um, I, I think like that maybe the way we could understand who is a person that knows this pasuk, it's a person that's, that's quite aware what the value and the preciousness it is to be considered to be living under Hashem's reigning as king. And that the senses of sensitivity are restored to the person. That for them, every second is an opportunity to be in tune, in, uh, unplugged. We're always looking for those moments of, uh, what do you call it, of... Detach of a, you know, disconnect of, no, 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 I, in order to be stronger, I need to now sleep spiritually. So I can have koyach to be, it doesn't work like that with, maybe it looks like it was sleeping. In order to have koyach during the day, I need to sleep. But in ruchnius, it doesn't work like that. It's not like in order to be spiritually activated, I need to be spiritually deactivated. It doesn't work like that. I don't know if it's just the way you read it or the way I'm hearing it. Yeah. I feel like it's the viadata hayom, kama somebody who you know the day you like kind of master your day very nice and by doing that you then return to your heart and then it's like one of these like semicolons so explain, explain the answer how would the end be the because by doing those things by mastering your day by those four steps of Tefillah and pouring your your, nef, your your heart out in, with kavana by being careful with uh, sorry we, by the, by being careful with your pet by toiling and amelus and Torah by grabbing svarim and taking advantage of every free moment you have your mass your you know your day <laughs> you you can then like account for your day at the end of the day and say yeah I got I got I had today and then by doing that. You're, you're returning to your heart and it's like that's beautiful that's beautiful uh, well you read it that time. way <laughs> I, I heard it that way no that's beautiful yeah. anyway these, uh, this is all I wanted to do from this piece the, 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 these, these four <laughs> steps that, the, that Rav Kharlap brings out over here is, a, is we could write a whole tefillah just on you know how we did the whole tefillahs on, uh, on Avas Yisrael so if I asked us all right now to write a tefillah based on this, uh, these words right now, we would come up with amazing tefillahs. Like if I say, please write a, a prayer based on what we just did right now, 
we would come up with something incredible. Because what, what, what is really the tefillah over here? Like, if I had to put it like one general line, what would be the tefillah? Shem, help. Uh, uh, please allow for me to return to the place where... Um, where... I'm sorry. I, 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 I value and consider your, your, your mahuk in the world. Yeah. Yeah, Who, who's ready to say that? Are you ready to say that yet or not yet? Yeah. Yeah, because it's a big step. Because it, 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 it's a, it's a, it it's means a scary le- step. It's a scary step. Let's like, face why it. Why the alternative is so great? The, the Yitzhahara tells you yes. Yeah. Of course. The illusion so the tells you is, much better. I think about this, I think about certain people politically. I don't, underst- I don't know why, but I'm just saying, if, if I ascribe myself to understanding the Mahut of Hashem, and I can't stand by things that just happen in my general vicinity and area. You know what I mean by that? Mm-hmm. I, I don't is that good? I, I, I guess. Good. It's well, very good. I, I you guess. activated. I get, huh? Why do you make that connection? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I just automatically do. I start thinking about about people, like, I'm not saying like, uh, like who actually fight, but people who stand for what they believe and they're just, open and outright about it and there's a click comes to mind you know like to someone who who, yeah. who just has he stands with you know on what he believes about and then it's not it's not a matter of, of what else is going on in the world what's logical or what people think is right or wrong he's just saying this is this is, this is the truth this is the mahout of Hashem yeah. there's no yeah you look a lot like him by the way <laughs> <laughs> I actually saw him last week in Tachanari Shana. I was walking with Bina and we, and we saw him there. And uh, his bodyguard was right next to him. Um, so I was getting closer and, I, and, the, and the bodyguard was eyeing me, eyeing me. I'm like, and I said to him, it's just a hug, it's just a hug. And we, we embraced and kissed. It was beautiful. <laughs> Okay. Yehuda Glick. Glick. I'm sorry. Yehuda Glick. I spaced out. Yeah, See? Yeah. You saw? I, I'm not Even I do that. <laughs> Straight out. Even Even nice. Straight out. Shukoyach, guys. We'll continue tomorrow. Even I do that. Anything in here from Rabbi Yaakov?